My name is Yitzchak Breidowitz. I am the rabbi of the Woodside Synagogue Avas Torah in Silver Spring, Maryland. And I will be speaking on the topic of Mariv and the significance of that evening prayer. According to the Talmud, each of our Avos instituted a specific prayer. Avraham enacted Shachris, Yitzchak that of Mincha, and Yaakov the prayer of Mariv. The halacha states, however, that although the prayers of Shachris and Mincha are obligatory, we must do them, Mairiv from its very inception was optional, though by virtue of long-standing custom it is now mandatory. The question that one needs to ponder is, in light of the fact that Yaakov Avinu is often referred to as the Bechir Shabiavos, the greatest of our patriarchs, it is perplexing that Avraham's prayer is mandatory, Yitzchak's prayer is mandatory, but it is precisely Yaakov's prayer that is less obligatory. A beautiful insight is offered by Rav Tzadok of Lublin, one of the great Hasidic masters at the turn of the century. Each prayer and its time setting are designed to invoke within us certain emotions in our relationship with God. Mourning, for the most part, is a time of hope, excitement, and anticipation. The dominant mood of Shachris reflects the spirit of the human being, who turns to God with deep-felt gratitude for all the blessings and opportunities that life affords. Avraham Avinu, whose life was filled with blessing and good fortune, because even his bad son Yishmael eventually did shuva, was the appropriate person to institute this prayer of gratitude, thanksgiving, and hope. Mincha invokes within a sensitive human being a very different emotion. The day is waning, the shadows are lengthening, opportunities are slipping away. The impending night may generate a sense of fright or terror. Unfortunately, the advent of electricity removes us from this feeling that nightfall once precipitated. But consider, for example, the urgency and panic on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange five minutes before closing. This was the mood of Yitzchak. Although he was rich and powerful, but the first intimations of Galutz began to be experienced. The sense of being a gare, an alien, was quite pronounced. Indeed, Chazal tell us that the 400 years of exile begin from the birth of Yitzchak. Mincha, then, is the call of desperation to God to enable man to hold on to what he has and not have it taken away from him. But Mariv goes one step further. When did Yaakov begin the practice of Tfilas Mariv? Consider his plight. He is running away from an evil brother who wants to kill him. He is penniless, without wife or child. He is elderly, according to Rashi, age 63. He is leaving the holy atmosphere of Eretz Yisrael and his parents' home to enter the physically and spiritually hostile environment of a lovan. In effect, he has hit rock bottom. He has nothing. Just as night generally is symbolic of persecution, exile, estrangement, Mairev is the cry of the soul who turns to God in loving hope and faith. Even in the midst of the darkness of hopelessness, it is above all the prayer of Amuna, faith, which stays within a person and sustains him, even when all else has faded. That is why in Shachris, the bracha after Kriyashma's MS Vyatsev, God's truth is firm and apparent. But in the evening, it's MS Vyamuna. I do not see the goodness of God necessarily, but I have faith. David HaMelech says, I declare your loving kindness in the morning. 
but in the evenings of my life, I declare your faithfulness. Thus, Rav Tzadok concludes, the Mairev prayer is optional, not because it's less important, but because it is the most sublime and elevated of prayers and represents an ideal that not every person may be capable of achieving. Everyone, even an animal, must be grateful for the goodness that it receives. And that is Shachris. As for Mincha, the old saying goes, there are no atheists in foxholes when things are slipping away. We instinctively turn to God. But what a high, sublime madrega it takes to have total faith that even when life is dark and hopeless, one affirms the reality of Emuna. There are many forms of darkness in the world. There is the physical darkness of persecution and illness. There is the emotional darkness of despair, depression, loneliness, and alienation. There is the spiritual darkness of ignorance and apathy, assimilation, and intermarriage, which afflicts so much of our people today. Often we feel hopeless or ineffectual to deal with whatever darkness engulfs us or those whom we love. Often we ask ourselves, what is the point of going on? Faced with the ignorance and apathy of the vast majority of the Jewish world, we quite logically ask ourselves, what are we as isolated individuals capable of accomplishing? Myriv reminds us of the gift of Emuna, the light that pierces the darkness, the reality and the reassurance of God's loving presence, even when our situation appears darkness and bleak. May we be Zoha to incorporate these lessons and apply them in our everyday lives.